What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Latinally, the podcast that is untamed, uncensored, and unapologetic. Thank you for tuning in. Today is Friday, and I am so happy to be in your ears this afternoon. So, a little bit ago, I was tagged on our Instagram, Latinally Podcast, uh, by someone who did a reel, and the reel was kind of asking the question, that why is it that women who, you know, have good jobs, they make money, they're independent, um, they're successful, you know, strong-minded, um, have a small circle of friends, you know, have their own routine, workout, what have you, are single, and they can't find a partner. And I was specifically tagged in it to create an episode about it. So that's what we're going to talk about. And it's funny because I asked my husband, (laughs) I asked my husband how, from a man's perspective, how they could possibly feel about this. And the first thing that my husband said to me was, "Um, I'm not really sure because I can't relate. (laughs) So that (laughs) that was semi dead end. But what my husband did say was that he knows of men, which I do too, that feel this way, um, that, that feel, well, what is this way? Kaya, explain yourself. That men who are very insecure, who are easily intimidated by women, don't want a strong, successful, independent, strong-minded, opinionated, um, you know, whether she's, you know, rambunctious or introverted, whatever the case may be, but that stature of woman, they don't want that because it hinders, it, it, what's the word I'm looking for? It attacks their masculinity. And I thought, huh, you don't say. <laughs> and I know so many men who are like this. And first thing I want to just come out the gate. If you're a woman who is like this, um, it's not your fault. It's just harder for you to be able to find a partner who can keep up with you. And that's just the name of the game. And also, too, here's the thing about it also, which is kind of interesting um, that I'd also like to point out. Now, my husband. See, because it's you have two different sides to this because. You have women who are who are my age, like, for example, I'm 26. You know, I have a great job. I own a home. I have my, you know my assets and what have you, and I have my money, and I have a very small circle of friends I enjoy to keep to myself, like I have my routine, I'm very independent, what have you, bum, 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 bum. And women my age, it is very difficult for you to find a man, but, and, and simply because that is the way you are. But the thing is, is that when I met my husband, I was 18, and I met my husband when he was 20, and... 
we both didn't have it together. And that's not to say that my husband wasn't, you know, it made it easier for him not to be intimidated by me. I was always very independent, but I did not have my own life. When I was 18, like I was still going to school. I was living at home, you know, kid shit. And so with my husband, we grew together. And my husband and I got all these things together. You know, the house, the cars, the money, the accounts, the whatever. The only thing really that I could have ever seen, which is not the case, that I could have ever seen to potentially be a problem in my certain situation where you grow up with your husband and you gain success with your husband in your own growth and what have you is when it came to our career because my career path, my industry pays more than what he does. So in hindsight, I make more money than my husband. And that was straight out the gate. And that to men is very intimidating and very upsetting to them because men and and actually both men and women, it is ingrained in our mind for an awful reason, but for whatever reason, whatever, for whatever terrible reason, it's ingrained in our mind that the man has to make all the money and he has to be successful and he has to, for lack of a better term, you know, bring home the bacon or what have you. And I don't think that that's true. I don't think that that's true. My husband doesn't think that's true. I will say, however, he needs to pull his weight, sis. If you're out here making like 65 grand a year and my man's only pulling in like 20, I don't know, but that's just me. (laughs) And my husband also agrees. Actually, that came from my husband's mouth. My husband said, listen, as a man, you should want to pull your own weight. If you got, if your girl is making, you know, tens of thousands of dollars more than you are, then you need to step it up because you need to be on her level. And that realization to men is very daunting and they don't want to do that. There's a lot of different layers here. But all I can tell you, sis, is that it's not you. You know, it's not you. You did everything that you were supposed to do because at the end of the day, your bills are paid. You put your head on that pillow and you're happy with who you are and who you're and and, and your life and whatever. And the thing is, is that a lot of men cannot handle that. So truthfully, I think one of the solutions has to be that we need to we need to raise men. <laughs> okay, raise men to appreciate a strong woman. And we also need to teach men about their toxic masculinity. There's nothing about a strong woman that should make you feel less than. If that's the case, then you have a problem. Okay. And, you know, you should find someone and but listen, they are slim picking because here's the thing. When I met my husband, I had already known what I wanted to do with my life and my career. And he acknowledged that my 
job, whatever job I got was going to pay more. So my husband had already known that I inevitably was going to make more money than he did starting out. You know, obviously as careers go and things move on, I mean, but whatever, it's not a competition. All I'm saying is that when it came time for my husband and I to step away from our jobs and actually fall into our careers, my husband had already known that mine was going to pay more money. So he already knew that I was going to be the one that made more money. But I'm not talking about made more money, like to the point where my husband's check don't don't do nothing. Like, <laughs> like it was it was it's more money by like a couple of grand. It's not more money like, you know, ten thousand dollars. Like that's not. I'm trying to think. That's not you know that's not the case. So, but that fact in and of itself, for a man is like, wait, hold up, wait, wait a minute. Like, I need to be the breadwinner. And it's just like, wait a minute, no, you don't, but, but, but what's the problem? See, now I had known that about my husband, that he was not like that, so it made it so much better. And because my husband is not someone who has an issue with his masculinity, my husband is also not someone who is intimidated by me. My husband, and I'll tell you one thing, one of the things that attracted me so much about my husband when I first met him was that he was not intimidated by me. Now, mind you, when I was 18 years old, again, I didn't have my own crib. I didn't have my car. I didn't have, I didn't have shit. But my personality remained the same. So this is not only women who have, but this is also women whose personality is very established and very strong and, and somewhat of the alpha woman as as I like to call her okay and you know that was still the case and I was so intrigued by my husband because he was one of the first men that was not intimidated by me I cannot tell you how many guys I would go on a date with or how many guys I would just even talk to and they would get so flustered by me and they would just dead ass come out and say like, oh, you're like, like you're just so intimidating. And I'm just like, ew, <laughs> like, ew, and that's not what I want. Like, <laughs> and I mean, who wants that? Like, don't get me wrong. When you first hear it, like, it's cute. It's like, oh shit, you know, I made him, you know, a little, little nervous or whatever. But like enough is enough. Like, it's a cute line, but no, like, leave it, leave it at the door okay and women who have it all and listen you might not have it all I mean I don't know who the fuck has it all but when you do find someone because I know women who are in their 30s who are still single who don't have kids who never been married or whatever and they're happy as shit but they want to find someone and it's but it's difficult it's difficult the older that you get because men have not been able to keep up or they have not been able to adapt. So when you do find someone who you can find on an equal playing field as you, who's on the same level as you, because I believe that in a, in a couple people, they, everyone should be equal. Each partner should be equal to the other. No one's above each other. No one's better than the other. Because when you start doing that, that's when shit gets messy. But when you find a man, you need to find someone who supports your success. Like 
when my when I would tell my husband about a promotion or a raise, it brought my money substantially higher than his, you know, for whatever period of time or what have you. And my husband was happy and my husband pushed me to do it. All my business ventures, because at the end of the day, and this is just something personal between my husband and I, my money is his money. His money is my money. Like, it's not about when we get paid, you take your money. No. Like, if I get paid, it's not even a thing. Like, we don't even do that. It's just like, oh, I need to pay this. Okay, cool. It's like, oh, I, uh, babe, I'm going to go do this. Okay, cool. It don't matter whose check got. It doesn't matter whose money is in there. So, at the end of the day, it doesn't really, in our relationship, it don't matter who makes more money because at the end of the day, we have we have a mortgage. You understand? We have bills. We have a son. Like, I can't, we can't be splitting. Okay, well, this is your check and this is my check. No. Our money, it's our money. So my paycheck is my husband's money. My, my husband's paycheck is my money. Okay? So whenever I was, you know, going to get a promotion or whatever, my husband is the first one who rides for me pushing me, telling me, well, I know, ask for this much, ask for, you know, do this and, and do this and do this. And, you know, you also need to find someone who is willing to balance out life. Meaning, and I'll give you an example. If you're, if you're the kind of woman whose job, let's say, is somewhat on the demanding side, meaning, Let's say you are the breadwinner and let's say your job requires you to travel a little more often than your partner. While you're getting up, working long hours, you know, traveling and what have you, working on the road, coming home and and working, you need to find a partner who's willing to get up in the morning, you know, make you a cup of coffee, you know, make the kids school lunches. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to, you need to find a balance. Okay. And he can work or he could be a stay at home dad. I mean, whatever, you know, whatever situation works out best for you, you know, and you need to have a partner who's flexible enough to say, okay, well, my job is not as demanding as yours. So the kids are sick. I could take off or I could work from home. You know, I could, I, I can take on the flexibility where you can't. You're the breadwinner. Your job requires more of you. Okay. And, you know, there are so many men out there who cannot keep up. And what ends up happening is it's a cute show for a while. You know, when you meet this person. Of course, he's going to try to wine and dine you. And, you know, the first couple of weeks of y'all dating or whatever, it's going to be the honeymoon stage and what have you. But then when it comes down to the nitty gritty of things, like when shit gets real, like dating to me, honestly, dating is easy. Dating is fluff. There's no seriousness to it. You're not meeting nobody's family. You're not meeting nobody's friends. It's just you and this person getting to know each other. But however, once once you get to know each other, like that's it. Once you start meeting parents and shit starts to get on the serious level, 
That's when a lot of people start to have problems. That's when the mask comes off. And that's where women start to find themselves to have a problem. And it's really unfortunate that this happens because when a woman is gets, as a woman gets older now, for some reason, and this kind of just kills me. If a man is like 40 and he's single, like that's okay. But if a woman is 40 and she's single, she's like haggard, like, like, like she's some fucking, you know, like ain't nobody want her. Like she's like, she's damaged goods. And it's just like, wait a minute. (laughs) What? (laughs) And I think that, you know, it's difficult because people around you make you feel that way. But I really think that that stigma needs to change. If a woman is older, like in her thirties or what have you, and she's single, that's not a character flaw at all. That just means that you will not settle for anything less than, and I'll tell you one thing. And this is what I did with my husband because at 18, I knew now, mind you at 18 again, I didn't have shit. Okay, I did not have shit. I knew what I wanted in a man, in a partner. I knew what I wanted. I knew what I needed. I am someone who requires a lot of attention. I am someone who requires, my love language is like reassurance. Like I am someone who, actually my love language that I give is, you know, affection and gifts and reassurance. The love language that I need is attention and reassurance. Like that's what I need. And so I knew that that's what I needed, you know? And like, I, and you know what, you know what real shit? I wanted someone to be obsessed with me (laughs) because in all of my relationships in the past or whatever, I was so obsessed with these motherfuckers. And these men did not want nothing to do with me. I was so obsessed with them to the point where it was like, I mean, she, yo, it was like, you would have saw me on snapped. Like, that's how crazy I would get. I would get so infatuated with these people anyway. And I was like, you know what? (laughs) No, like I wanted a, I wanted a man who saw my worth and who was going to be obsessed with me. I wanted a man who was going to worship the ground I walked on, but put me in my place if I needed to. That's what I needed because, and again, I, at that time was really getting to know myself and I was really doing a lot of soul searching and I was, I was really trying my best to become this self-aware person. Again, I had a lot of flaws, I had a lot of things I had to deal with, but I knew what I wanted. And I also knew at 18, I was like, listen, cause again, I don't know why, <laughs> but if you're a Latina and you're 25 and you ain't got no man, then, <laughs> then you a problem, right? So it was ingrained in my mind and I'm happy I met my husband when I, when I did, cause you know, I just had him for longer anyway, but at 18, I was like, no, this is it. Like whoever I'm going to be like, I'm not fucking around anymore. Like I'm not trying to date. I'm not trying to play no games. Like I dated. 18 I dated right I didn't want to play no more games I was like no no I'm done I want what I want and if this is not the real thing then he can move on and I can find somebody else like it is what it is so (laughs) 
I, when I met my husband, the first day I met my husband, I basically, I skipped the honeymoon stage and all the serious shit that you talk about, like later on in life. That's what I did to my husband the first day I met him. And yes, it was a very risky approach. There was a 50-50 chance that it would actually work. It was a 50-50 chance that I wouldn't scare the shit out of my husband and he would run away and never see me again. But (laughs) it obviously did not go that way. And my husband was surprised at how forthcoming I was, how direct I was, how demanding I was of what I wanted and what I needed and I basically was just like this is what I need and this is what I want this is what I'm trying to do I'm not trying to date I'm looking for something serious long term my issues are boom 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 I'm working on boom 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 um what I want in my life is boom 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 and if you can't handle that then bye I literally said to him I was just like at the end of the date I was like so if you can handle that like if you can handle me you can handle that then cool if not you could go and he kind of looked at me kind of <laughs> he looked at me kind of cockeyed like yo is she serious <laughs> like is this bitch serious and i dead ass i was serious i was i was not fucking around i was not playing any games and my husband looked at me and he was like i can handle you and i was like oh <laughs> okay <laughs> so stupid but that's what you know But that's what I did because I was not fucking around anymore. And I found someone who saw my value, saw my flaw, all of my flaws, not flaw. Let's make that shit plural. Let's not. Who are we kidding? Flaws and really wanted to work through those with me. So. And that was young. And the thing is, I understand how fortunate I am to have found my person very young. But the point of me saying that is that back then I knew my value. And the thing is, is that I was fortunate enough to find someone who also saw it. And what's happening with women is as you get older and the more established you become, you gain so much more clarity on your value and your worth that you are not settling for anything less. And the thing is that men, men who are not confident within themselves, who have masculinity issues, emotional issues or baggage or what have you, they're not going to see your worth either because they are so concerned with how with how you affect their stature. I mean, that's crazy to me. And I think that men need to do a lot of soul searching Like, I know so many men like this. I know so many guys like that. I'm telling you. And I know men like this. And they're in their 50s, sis. Where, you know, they need to be the big baller making all the money. And, you know, she could take care of the kid. And it's just like, oh, my God. No. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I just think that we need to be okay with the path that we're in and in the position that we're in. And we think we need to understand as women that things will come. 
in due time. You being single is a phase. Now, however long that phase lasts, you know, of course, the thing is that it's uncontrollable, right? And also, too, don't let outside opinions derail you from feeling strong within your own position. There is nothing wrong with being 35 and not being married or having kids. There's nothing wrong with it. I know a lot of I know a lot of women who are that age and they feel a sense of regret because they put work first and whatever, but you know what? Your perfect person is coming. They will come. And they and and I say this you know, I say this to, you know, family members who still haven't found someone. I say this to family members who are my age and they're virgins. You know, they don't want it, you know, but I'm like, listen, it will come. Like, I'm fucking telling you. And it's just a phase. You are going to find someone. I guarantee you, you are going to be so happy that you did not settle for some piece of shit, woman or man. Because now that you have your person, it's perfect. And you have nothing to regret. It came, They came when you needed them to come. You feel me? Does that make sense? <laughs> so I really just want you to take this as your sign to just relax Enjoy yourself, be with yourself, do soul searching, have gratitude with where you are in your life and just know that it's not you. It's not you. You are perfect. (laughs) Everybody else out there, all those men, those trifling ass men are the ones who need help. Okay, sis, and I'm here for you and I am rooting for you. And I thank you for listening to me today for these 26 minutes. Y'all are real ones. I appreciate you. Okay. Any other topics, anything you want to tag me in, you can tag us at Latino Lee Podcast. You can email me at Latino Lee Podcast at gmail.com. And now we are on Google Podcasts. Hey. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you all. I am Kyra Rose. This is Latina Lee, and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.